Do you know what I like about cats? What's that? They are so furry. Welcome to episode two of Meowcast, the podcast about cats. Hey, Adam, do you remember there was a mouse in the apartment? I do remember that. It was just a single solitary mouse. It was apparently really tiny, and I only saw it at the corner of my eye once, but I knew it was there because Seamus was always looking under the stove. You woke up one morning, and why don't you tell me what happened? That was really interesting. Yeah, we lived in that apartment for about a year. And there was always evidence of a mouse, but we never actually saw the mouse until almost when we were getting ready to move. Yeah, and let me just add that I'm animal crazy, so we knew there was a mouse, but I did not want to get a trap unless we got a humane trap. And they were expensive. So, one day, really close when we were getting ready to move, I woke up and I went to the kitchen to have breakfast and I saw Seamus staring at something very close to the stove, which is where the, the he would always go to, where we thought the mouse was, was hiding. And he wasn't staring at the stove, he was staring really close to the stove. And I, I didn't have my glasses on, so I, I put my glasses on, and I finally saw it. After almost 11 months, I saw the mouse, and I, I was finally able... It, it wouldn't move, it was just sitting there. It was and, probably scared, but Seamus wasn't even attacking it. Yeah. I was able to get it into um, like a paper cup and release it outside. And I was so surprised because I thought there was going to be a f- whole family of mice, but it, it was just one single mouse. Yeah, because we didn't see evidence of any others after that. And it was so tiny, too. It was not like a normal-sized mouse. Yeah, well, what I find really interesting about that is that Seamus did not... He was interested in the mouse, but he didn't try and get it once. And I know that cats have been considered mousers for a while, but I don't know much about that, do you? Yeah, uh, so we started talking about mousers with Larry, the official mouser of uh, the UK's 10 Downing Street. So I actually started looking into mousers and the history of of cats as uh, mouse catchers, and it goes back a really long way. How far? So it actually started in ancient Egypt. Okay, and they were worshipped there, weren't they? They were, and so Egyptians used, uh, you know, the the rivers like the Nile and the Euphrates for for trade, and they would have they would use cats on their boats to catch m- not just mice but birds along the river edges. Um, after uh, that was, you know, several thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, there's some evidence that um, ancient trade routes had uh mousers on on other ships that crossed you know the uh that crossed the Atlantic and the Pacific and they were used uh, for rodent control on the ships themselves. So mousers were also really ancient in distilleries. Dis- that makes sense. Yeah. Distilleries have a lot of grains, a lot of mm-hmm. um they use a lot of materials that generally attract mice and insects and other vermin that cats are naturally good at catching. So, you may or may not know. I'm just curious. I guess, well, people didn't really know about allergies back when they were doing that. So people who have cat allergies wouldn't know if that's why this one type of 
beverage they're consuming may have made them a little itchy. I mean, that, that's very <laughs> possible, but it's also, you know, it, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between having the cat allergy and a weed allergy because... People didn't know about know, weed allergies then either, so... Yeah. Okay. But the, the most famous distillery cat, his name is Towser the Mouser. Oh, I he love holds, that. He holds the Guinness Book of World Record uh, title as the World Mousing Champion. He is the distillery cat for Scotland's historic Glen Turret Distillery. In his 24 years of service, he killed, now hold on, 28,899 mice. Wow. He was a little serial killer of mice. He was, um, yeah, he... Most notorious serial killer in the mouse world, I guess. He was the uh, best hunter. Yeah, okay, there you go. the way they they were spinning. Best hunter. Okay, all right. (laughs) Um, so he served 24 years as uh, Glenn Turret's mouser, uh, and he unfortunately passed away in 1987. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 1987. So they were using these mousers in distilleries up until then. So when I said they didn't know about allergies, I was wrong, because they know about allergies in the 80s. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot more hygienic now. Okay. But the, the vermin and, and mice that come in... From these, from grains and barley and hops, they're mm-hmm. still there. So cats can serve as a much more natural insecticide uh, uh, than some of these chemicals can. Oh, okay. That is definitely closer in our history than I was expecting. Well, America's actually, distilleries in America actually use mousers as well. Woodford, Woodford Reserve, one of the largest um, bourbon brands in America, uh, had had a really distinguished mouser named Elijah, named after the company's first uh, distiller. Hmm. Uh, he started in 1994 and has been serving for 21 years wow. at, at the Versailles, Kentucky distillery plant. Uh, another way that that cats have ended up being great mousers for people is cats have also served as mousers on ships. So... Like I said, they started in ancient Egypt, but they actually have a much more distinguished career on ships uh, from the 1800s on. Okay. Uh, One of the best examples I found was Simon. He served on the HMS Amethyst during World War II. He was born in 1947 uh, in a naval dockyard in Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. and he was smuggled aboard by a 17-year-old kid. It was, it was his first tour. Um, he was, uh, let's see, oh, the 17-year-old kid's name was George Hickenbotham. He was the lowest of the lowest rank, but his quarters happened to be right next to the captain's quarters. Oh. And the captain, who was already distinguished at this point, he was a lieutenant commander, his, uh, the captain's name was Ian Griffiths, uh, he was a lifelong lover of cats and was actually in the market for a ship's cat. Hmm. Uh, so, in general, ship's cats were great to keep uh, the mouse population that always lived on battleships yeah. under control. You know, they uh, these ships would get their supplies in various docks, but it would always they'd always end up invariably with a bunch of rat infestations and really horrible conditions because the food would just kind of sit there for a while. Yeah. So that's why ship's cats were really useful. Did they? Treat them as pets ever as well? Like, did they yeah. pet them? And Simon was Captain Griffith's cat. 
Okay. I mean, he so was even cold. though the kid brought him in, yeah. So Simon and, and Captain Griffiths really hit it off. He uh, Simon accompanied accompanied the captain on his rounds every single morning, and he slept in his quarters every night. In fact, <laughs> his favorite spot was when the captain would take his his hat off and turn it around, turn it upside down, so he could kind of nest in the hat. That is too cute. Um. So Simon actually had a little bit of celebrity around him. Uh, several photos of the cat made the rounds in British newspapers, and eventually he got so famous that the captain had to appoint a special cat officer to deal with all the all the presents and meals and uh, gifts that were being sent to him. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a battle in 1949 injured him, and Aww. he ended up dying only two years into his service. Oh, so he was only two years old because he was brought on as a kitten, is that right? Yeah, he was He was pretty young. But oh, poor baby. This was World War II, so it was... He, he probably served a really great morale booster for all of those soldiers. Yeah. So he was awarded posthumously the Dickin Medal, which is a specific medal created by a British veterinarian's charity to award famous animals of World War II, and he was the only cat to be buried with full naval honors. Oh, wow. So, mousers have been not only great on ships and in distilleries, but they've served in high-ranking government offices as well. Yeah, like Larry. Yeah, like exactly like Larry. So, Larry's title is as the chief mouser of the cabinet office. Now, there's only been a handful of cats that have held that official title, mm-hmm. but the position itself has actually dated back to the time of King Henry VIII, Oh, wow. When his exchequer used his cat to try and bring down the uh, mice population in, uh, I think it was 12 Downing Street, which is the treasury office. Did he behead the cats that did not produce kittens? He did not. But (laughs) at the time, they were not his cats. Okay. (laughs) So the cats that did serve at... uh, On 10, 11, and 12 Downing Street were not really officially named... Uh, until modern times, but there's always been cats that have served in those in those offices, which together are the uh, the prime minister's quarters, the foreign office, and the treasury office. How close can you get to these offices? Do you know? Like in the United States, like the White House is pretty far away. Yeah, in in the UK, it's actually it's in a city center. So it's okay. fairly easy to get to the street itself. So if I went to England, it is possible that I could walk around and see Mr. Larry out serving his country. Yes, you could actually see, but you might not be able to get too close. Okay. Um, I think they do have some security around Downing Street itself, okay. but much closer than than you could see Bo or some or one of the Obama dogs. Okay. So so the first modern chief mouser, his name was Peter. Uh, the records date back to 1929, and he is actually the first cat with a payroll for a government payroll. Whoa. The Treasury Secretary of the time asked for an allowance of a penny a day to feed the office cat. Well, then how is he going to be hungry for the mice? I mean, I'm definitely all for him being fed, whether he's a good mouser or not, but it seems like it would hurt his hunting. My guess is that he was not the only cat to do it. Okay. Uh, that Peter was maybe one of a few. And he was that, the favorite. Uh, and he was maybe the favorite. Yes. Okay. 
So Peter served from 1929 until 1946. So Peter and Simon were serving roughly about the same time. Just one was So there were a lot foreign. of famous cats then. Yeah. Okay. So a few cats came after Peter. Uh, most notably, Peter III okay. uh, served with Winston Churchill. Oh, okay. And other uh, official mousers have been, that have served in 10 and 11 Downing Street are Wilberforth. I'm sorry, Wilbur Force, who uh, was picked by Margaret Thatcher. Did you say Force? Wilbur yes, Force? Wilbur Force. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure I heard right. And his replacement, Humphrey, and most uh, who served under who served under Tony Blair. And and after Humphrey, Sybil was the last chief mouser for almost ten years. Uh, Larry actually is. Was kind of a, a more recent addition. There, there wasn't a uh, a cat there for a while. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So it's not just in it's not just in England that we have these official government cats. Canada actually had an interesting uh, story behind some of their government cats. Really. So in 1924, there was a mild plague of rats that were infest, infesting the Parliament building. Mm. And they brought in a group of cats. Now, someone did not check on these cats because they ended up being unneutered and were so good at their job that they ended up having to be banished to the outside. Well, this created a really uh, a unique situation in which a, these group of small this group of small now stray cats started breeding. Oh yeah. Uh, and it became a, a pretty big problem in the uh, in Parliamentary Row. I'm sorry, Parliamentary Hill. Okay. Which is kind of the the capital area, mm-hmm. almost like the the mall that we have here in the U.S. Okay, yeah. Are there still cats there now, or did they eventually well, try neuter or whatever they would do? The Canadian Parliament used these cats uh, as mousers from 1924 until 1955. Okay. And Around that time, they set up an, a cat sanctuary to make sure that these cats could uh, survive. And they actually had official caretakers. I uh, want that job. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, the job no longer exists. Aww. Because um, in the late aughts, the Canadian government started capturing the cats and auctioning them off for uh, adoption. Auctioning for adoption? Yes. The the uh, the proceeds went to the caretakers. Oh. In January 2013, the sanctuary finally closed with the last cat adoption. Okay. So that's quite the history of cat mousers you've got there. Yeah. And cats have not just been mousers, but they've been pets of world leaders all across. Oh, definitely. Uh, several U.S. presidents have had uh, pet cats. Uh, probably most recently was a uh, President Bill, Bill Clinton with Socks the Cat. Mm-hmm. The president of Taiwan has a couple of very, very popular cats. Okay. Russia and some other European countries have quite a few very popular government-sponsored cats. Well, that was really interesting. Thank you for sharing all of that. You're welcome. Um, I have a quiz that I put together for you. Okay. All right, do you feel up to doing a cat quiz? Yeah, sure. Okay, so what I did was I just gathered, it's ten questions, I'm going to read them off, and I want you to give me your answer, 
Um, I will tell you the right answer at oh. the end. We'll, okay. we'll try and do it as quickly as we can, like a lightning round type of thing. But since it is the first time, I am going to try and have you be able to answer all of them, even if you get it wrong. Like, yeah. you don't disqualify. I, I may or may not do well. I don't know. Some of these I did were, were freebies. I think you'll get some of them. Like, true or false questions. Okay, that might be a little bit easier. Yeah. So, number one, true or false, cats are the most popular pet in the United States. True. That is true. Number two, can cats taste sweetness, yes or no? No, they cannot. That is correct. What are three possible reasons a cat may purr? So three reasons a cat may purr. Mm -hmm. uh, they're happy. Yes. That's the best one. Okay. Uh, they're scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What's the third one? Hmm. No guesses? I've told you this one before. I don't remember. Okay. Acceptable answers include content, scared, injured, hungry, or healing. Healing is similar to injured, but if a, if a cat is injured with a bone injury, they say that the, the frequency of the perk can actually help with the healing. Now, I don't think I've ever heard Seamus or Sam purr when they're hungry. I have not heard them purr when they're hungry, but this was an answer that I did receive, and my sources will be in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> um, cats are, uh, I'm going to try and say this word, cats are um, crepuscular. What does this mean? Well, I'm not quite sure. Crepuscular. It means they are active at dusk and dawn. Ah, see, I always thought it would be defined like nocturnal or... No. Day yeah, exactly. So I used to think they were biurnal, which bi meant that they yeah. were both day and night, but it's actually, they're not during like the middle of the day and the middle of the night, they're dusk and dawn. So that's okay. crepuscular. Okay, so who has ten times more cones in their eyes? Is it cats, dogs, or humans? I'm going to guess cats. That is not right. Really? This was a trick question. Humans have ten times the cones in their eyes. Oh, wow. Then cats. I don't know about dogs, but cats. Oh, okay. Yeah. True or false, cats can be left or right pawed. Hmm. That's a good point. I never thought about this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say true. That is correct. So who is more often left pawed? Is it tabbies, male cats, female cats, or Maine Coons? I'm going to say male cats. That is correct. Wow. Male cats that was total are more... Guess. Yeah, they're that more often left guess. pawed. Female cats are more often right pawed, which means it is more likely that our two boys have the same paw or hand wait a minute, dominance wait a minute. than I do. Did you say more likely to be right pawed or more likely to be left pawed? No, cats are more like... Um, cats. Male cats <laughs> are more likely to be left pawed. Female cats are more often right pod ah okay so you got it right but you meant to get it wrong no i okay we'll just say i was right we'll say <laughs> okay. right. so you might know this from your research maybe not what was the main reason it was illegal to slay cats in egypt well if it's based on my research i would say because they were useful mousers that is correct. They said rat population, but we're going to go with mouser because rodent in general. Yeah. How many cats did Abraham Lincoln have in the White House? That is a great question. I'm going to go with three. Four. Four. He oh, had four so cats. He's a man after my heart. And what does it mean when a cat leaves its poop uncovered? Well, it means it, it, means it can't find a, a good spot for it. 
Well, if it's in the litter box and it leaves it uncovered, why might that be? Well, maybe it just likes its own smell. No, no. It's a sign of aggression, or it's saying that the cat does not fear you. Now, I don't... I This is what my research said for this quiz question. I have previously heard that it really means that the cat does not respect you, not that it does not fear you, but perhaps with cats it's one and the same. Possibly. Um, now, the next thing I wanted us to do is end the show with our Meow of the Week. Okay. All right. So, have you ever heard of a place called Talkeetna, Alaska? I have not. Okay. Well, it's a very special place. Do you know why? No. Why, why is it special? Because the mayor is a cat. No. Yes. So Talkeetna is an unincorporated burg. It has 100 and se- I'm sorry, 876 people living there. The mayor is named Stubbs, and she has been the mayor for 19 years. Now, this is an honorary position that came about because originally they had an election 19 years ago that nobody liked any of the candidates. So then there was a joke that somebody had put out saying, write-in Stubbs. Why She's the great cat. The cat the... She won. There were huh. enough write-ins that she won. So it became an honorary position for her, and she's been that way for 19 years. Some of my sources were written three years ago, and they were saying she can't be around much longer. But it's been three years, so she's still the honorary mayor. I guess with 860-some-odd people, it's pretty easy to just do a write-in ballot. Yeah. Well, and then, so Stubbs may have used many of her nine lives already. She has had quite the life. She has been shot. She has survived that. She has fallen into a restaurant fryer. Once again, she survived. She jumped off a moving truck. She was survived that. And most recently, she was mauled by a dog. And this did puncture a lung and cause 12 stitches, but she is still around today. And that was three years ago that that occurred. With all these injuries, it sounds like they don't really like the, their mayor. They love their... Well, see, the mayor is allowed to be outdoors. She uh. would think in Alaska it would be pretty cold. But she's allowed outdoors. However, um, once a day, every day, she goes to a local restaurant where they serve her water laced with catnip in a wine glass. And she laps it up. That's, that is truly some nepotism right there. Some government nepotism. Um, the last thing I want to tell you about her is she is a minx mix, and I do have a picture. It will be in the show notes, but I'll show you now, Adam. This is the mayor. She's sitting on top of someone's car in this she picture. She's so cute. Yes, she's sweet. And you can see she's got some, you can see her battle wounds. But, um, so that is our show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, please make sure to rate and review us. You can send us an email with your favorite cat story about your cat at meowcastpodcast at gmail.com and make sure to visit our website at meowcastpodcast.com. And if you're interested in any of the information you've heard about mousers or interested in any of the information shared with Sarah's quiz, we're going to have all of that in the show notes. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.